Welcome to a bigger, bolder, brighter podcast with Suncoast Blinds. Well, welcome listeners and viewers. Charlie McDermott, co-host, producer of the show, here as always with Ben. Ben, how you doing? Great, Charlie. Thank you. Yourself? Doing terrific. You know, as I say, as always here with Ben, you know, we should have a guest spot for Pranilla. I mean, come on, right? There, there should be some cameo or, or something. But anyway, that'll be another day, another episode. Um, I'm jazzed about this episode because, I, and this is his, has come up uh, every now and then in previous episodes. And I, I share with you and your, and your audience, uh, yeah, we were displaced and, and we went here and there and everywhere seemingly. And we ended up in Deerfield Beach and we walked into a house and it was one of those, um, you know, one of those things you didn't know you needed until you realized that you really needed it. <laughs> That's, you know, the whatever you call them, uh, uh, motorized shades, smart shades and all that stuff. So I know you're going to really dig deep into this. So I'm going to turn the mic, as always, over to you. Well, uh, I think you said something that, that makes a lot of good sense is people don't understand how convenient motorized shades are, automated shades are versus their older older varieties. Um, you know, I, I generally take the example of what somebody told me somewhere in that 20 year ago range was 20 and 25 years ago, not all garage doors had garage door openers. Now you don't get to buy a garage door without a garage door opener. And that's the difference in the, the, the arc of motorization to a product that once was seen ridiculous to motorize. And now it's literally a commodity. Um, and unfortunately for people's pocketbooks, um, but fortunately for their convenience and their lifestyle, that is becoming the same thing with, uh, with window fashions. And it's being a little bit of gasoline is being poured on the fire by the uh, U.S. Product Safety Commission, which has outlawed production of blinds with strings. Hmm. So if you have a string that can make a loop shortly in short order, uh, those will be illegal to produce in the United States. That law is already in place in Canada. Um, so we're, we're finding, we as in manufacturers, interesting creative ways to get around that through cordless lift systems. But what we're running up against is the ability to do larger shades cordlessly. Um, the, the mechanisms that make those work just have their limitations. So soon, once you get beyond a certain size or spec, motorization will be your only option until some great engineer or Elon Musk gets into the blind business. Um, that's just going to be kind of the reality. And then there's a trickle-down effect of, well, you've got motorization on your larger shades. Why don't we put them on our smaller shades? It just makes sense. It gives you exposure to the product line shows you the reliability um, and, and their ability to just make your life easier. And then, you know, uh, rising tides raise all ships. Right. So, um, yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's funny when uh, I remember I forget where I was. Uh, I, I was in a room with the cordless blinds and I'm looking at these blinds and trying to figure out how to adjust them and, and, and lift it up. Cause I wanted to open the window, I, I, I think. And, I must have spent 10, 15, I'm, I'm, as you know, Ben, I'm not very smart. 10, 15 minutes, one, looking for, it's got to be here somewhere. You know, they probably tied it up and stuffed it in the back. And then, you know, probably Barb came over and just said, well, all you do is just do this. You know, I'm raising my hand for your, your hands for your listeners, but brings back memories. But um, so that certainly isn't convenient <laughs> for, uh, for me and, and especially with homes with lots of windows. So, um, 
Well, the, the thing is that to the, to the convenience factor is when you go to motorization, you can go to a blind or a shading system and try and figure out how to raise it manually. But if it's not intuitive, and quite honestly, the cord is the most intuitive way to make that shade move. Um, so once you get beyond that, all these questions come into play, like what am I doing? How am I interacting with it? Am I pushing a button? Is there a hidden switch somewhere? And in some cases, those things are true. But if ultimately you give somebody remote control, I have a six-year-old, she can work every remote control in the house. I promise you can too, right? So, you know, you give somebody that, you show them that's where their control is going to be. And what ends up happening is those hurdles that you experience trying to make a shade work, eliminate themselves. Even if you know how to use a shade, once you motorize something, there are no longer hurdles to making that shade go up and down. So if your life cycle is such that you may raise or deploy your shade once a day on pure necessity factor, once you've got a remote control in your hand, if you want to move that shade five times a day, it doesn't cost you any effort. You don't have to get up out of your bark lounger and move something. You don't have to get your arm workout in making that shade go up and down. You don't have to decide whether you want to put the effort in. It's the same thing as turning the channel on your TV. You pick up a remote control, you push a button, that shade moves. So rather than just protecting your furniture from those UV rays or extra solar mm. coming in your house, say you're in the middle of a golf show and the sun's just peeked out behind a cloud and it's glaring on your TV screen, Rather than moving your head and dealing with it, you grab your remote control, you deploy your shade, and boom, you've got UV control and glare control on your TV with no effort. Whereas if that was a manually controlled shade, even the exact same product, you wouldn't possibly go through the effort of getting up and manipulating that shade because it's work. I know it sounds ridiculous, but this is the world I live in on a daily basis. Yeah. You need to remove those hurdles from clients to make their shades the most usable that they possibly can be. And when you do that, now you've justified the price point of the shade because you're using that shade five, six, maybe more times a day versus the necessary one. So the more you use a shade, the more benefit you get out of it, the less hurdles there are to jump over to use that shade, the happier you are. And happy people buy happy shades and give happy reviews for Suncoast Blind. So we're gonna, we're gonna agree with that. You're changing lives one shade at a time. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I can't tell you the amount of times I get on Gulf Shore Boulevard, which is the, the, the main thoroughfare on the Gulf of Mexico and Naples. And you go into these nice, beautiful penthouse condos, you know, 20 floors up. They're watching the sunset. It's 5, 6, 630, something like that. And the sun's coming in their unit and bouncing off all these shiny surfaces off of their shiny tile their granite quartz countertops, their mirrored surfaces, whatever that may be. And once that sun gets in the unit and starts bouncing around, it's just absolutely impossible to be in that unit with your head in any direction. You're hiding from the sun. You buy some of our shades, you push a button, drops down, you've got your sunset view, your UV control, and you can live in your unit again. Your guests aren't wearing sunglasses and suntan. They're going to come over and have dinner and a cocktail, which, believe me, um, we were in a, a clubhouse, I won't say the name of it, a clubhouse locally here where they, uh, they have their dining room, and they literally have an area of the dining room where the sun comes in that space, and the majority of people that know that restaurant and get stuck in that area bring sunglasses. Oh, man. 
well, they call me up and we we have a solution. You know, we're going to put shades in there and they're not going to have that problem anymore. But yeah, they're charging a the proper price for dinner and and forcing clients to wear sunglasses to eat their steak. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we got the solution. It's just the push of a button away. Oh, that's good. Yep. Yep. Love it. So there's motorized shades and then they're what's the right term is it smart shades or shades that kind of are predetermined to do what you wanted to do without you clicking a remote that do i have, is that the definition or did i get that wrong no yeah you're close so there's um there's smart shades and there's automated shades or motorized shades um all smart shades will be motorized but not all motorized shades are smart shades so it's just an extension or an extra tier of that same product. All of our blinds or shades, I should say, in, in Southwest Florida have the ability to be smart. You mm -hmm. add a module or a hub, um, and that gives you an app on your phone, which then allows you to set programs, timers, schedules, whatever it is you want to do to your shades to make them move all by themselves. That gives it that smart capability. You can take it an extra level further and integrate it into your home automation system. Say you have a Lutron system or, or, a, or a plus four system, whatever that may be, you can tie our shades into that smart home system. Most of our clients, and by most in that 90% range, prefer a simple remote control for ease of operation and use. If you want to tie it in, it's very simple and easy. It's a very intuitive app and situation, but most people just pick up remote control and move those shades. My home is smart. Uh, my shades move by themselves about three, four times a day, one of which is not probably properly set. Um, during the barbecue season, which is uh, wintertime in southwest Florida, I'll find myself outside doing some barbecue and getting ready for dinner, and that's the time my shades are supposed to go down. So I get stuck outside, unable to come back inside without pulling out my phone, hitting my app, and rolling my shades up so I can come inside with my steak and burger <laughs> chicken, whatever it is. Um, right. I can easily reset that, but, you know, uh, as I mentioned before about the lazy nature of humans, that requires work, and I already set that up, so, you know, there's that. I hear you. You know, I, I love, uh, it just about, and this, this even goes back to uh, our home in Westchester, Pennsylvania. You know, everyone has windows that if you, across the, the room or wherever it is, uh, if you don't take mind to pull the shade down so that when the sun does hit that angle, it doesn't destroy your, your artwork, your couch, uh, you know, anything that can be faded by the sun. Well, absolutely. And that's where, you know, you can get really into the weeds on this. You, you, you do your automated shades, you do your smart shades, smart programming. Um, you can even get into it a little bit farther where those hard to reach shades, um, we can put mm. solar sensors on those shades to where when a certain amount of predetermined light load hits that sensor, it'll move the shade. Wow. So without setting a predetermined schedule, when the sun comes out, shade goes down, sun goes away, shade goes up. So you mm -hmm. can do those things. Speaking about hard to reach shades, you can do automated shades or smart shades in hard to reach areas that don't have electricity to them, either with uh, lithium ion rechargeable shades, which don't require an electrician to get involved, one step further than that is solar powered rechargeable shades. We can actually cook solar panels up to the shades that will constantly recharge the batteries to keep your shades working forever with no power source. 
So if it's hard to reach from way up, you can't touch the shade or hard to reach because you're in your kitchen and the windows across the room and your remote control will do the job, whatever that reach is, our shades can accomplish that. Now, when you say solar panels, Ben, I, probably most of uh, your listeners, well, or maybe it's just me thinking like the big monster pa- panels that go on the roof, you know, are we talking big things? Or are we talking little things that just power the, the shade? Um, uh, somewhere in the middle, uh, but yeah. certainly indiscreet. So what our solar panels are going to look like is uh, for the listeners that are watching, it's uh, about like yay big, but the, the size or the profile of the solar panel typically will fit behind the shade and will be completely invisible to the interior person looking at the shade. Yeah. So you fit that behind the, the shade, the solar panel collects the sunlight that would ordinarily be behind the head box of the shade. So you don't see it from the inside. It's hooked into the motor and it just does its job. As long as the solar panel gets indirect light, we have indirect light harvesting technology. So it doesn't need hard direct sunlight on it for a certain number of hours a day. As long as there's daylight outside of that shade, it'll harvest the power of that, triple charge the motor, and you'll always have power, which is really, they've come so far with solar technology in the last five, six years to make it a feasible option for power and shades on a reliable basis. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, you know, one, one thing that I didn't think of until we purchased our current home uh, and and they had, as I mentioned in other episodes, uh, smart shades, you know, things going up and down. And <clears throat> it's one of those things we really didn't because our, the previous owners were from France. So they could very nice, but they couldn't really speak English very well. So it's like, you know, we didn't really know what we we're getting into. And all of a sudden, you know, our first day shades are going up and down and, and, um, we're like, wow, this is this is cool. But I, I do remember him at one point saying because they would travel to France months out of the year and it was really good from a security standpoint. It looked like they were in the home. Right. Do you hear that much from customers from a benefit standpoint? Well, fortunately, in southwest Florida, um, at least I like to think we live in a pretty secure area. So crime rate isn't a big deal, although it doesn't mean it's not a fear in some people's minds. Um, our more real-world application would be for our smart blinds that are automated is our apps have the ability to have what we call two-way communication or bi-directional communication. So as an example, you can open up your app on your phone from anywhere in the world as long as it's connected to the Internet and see where your shades are. So a more typical application would be, say, you're cleaning ladies or you're home watch people or you had an air conditioning service done. They were in your home doing whatever it is they're supposed to be doing they leave your home, what do they do with your shades? Did they lift them all up so they can get some light in? Now your furniture and your artwork is being exposed to UV lights and heat. You can look at your app, see where your shades are, and then move them accordingly, right? So you want to put your shades down, you'll know they were up. You can tell that person, hey, next time you're in my house, be more responsible, lower my shades when you're done. You can have that easy conversation with no consequence. And, of course, with the scheduling situation, if you are worried about security crime or somebody worried about if you're home or not home, that schedule makes your house look like it's alive. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going up in the morning, they're going down at night, whatever it is, that schedule that you have. Um, another huge benefit with the smart situation that we have now is a lot of people have smart home assistants, be it Google Alexa, Siri HomeKit, um, whatever your, your little digital personal assistant is, uh, you can just tell your shades good night. 
or your house at night and your lights will all turn off, your shades will all go down, you'll go into your nighttime setting or in the same thing goes when you wake up. Hey, I'm waking up, house wake up and your house wakes up, the shades that you predetermined will go up, your lights will come on, so on and so forth. So it can really be a very easy part of your tools to make your house alive and smart, whether you're home or not. It's just, you know, it's the new world that we live in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Anything else that we should know, Ben, whether it's the motorized shades or the smart shades and blinds uh, before we uh, call this the end of another episode? Well, I think one thing needs to be mentioned is that with motorization, that convenience, one of the big things that people, you know, when we're having these conversations, it's about light control, UV rays, heat load, those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, privacy is obviously at the forefront of our brain. But one thing that's not to be discounted is the quality of your sleep. Not just the quality of being able to get to sleep, but the quality of your wake up. And with motorization or smart shades, you can hack your natural silical pattern of when you go to sleep and when you wake up. If you want to go to sleep a little earlier, you can set your shades to darken your house to trick your brain and your body into thinking that it's earlier in the nighttime. Furthermore, on the other side of it, it's a much healthier way to wake up with natural light. So like in my bedroom, I've got a lot of smart lighting in my bedroom and throughout my house that will come on and gradually wake itself up to mimic that morning light because I'm up a couple hours before the sun rises. Not quite typical for our clientele who tend to be retired and you know, get to sleep in a little bit longer. So in that case, you can set your shades to gradually open themselves up as that sun rises to wake yourself up in a more natural, energetic way. So not only can Sun Coast Blinds help you get a better night's sleep when you're going to sleep, but they can help give you the energy and the fuel you need throughout the day because that wake-up moment was more pure and natural to what your body's looking for. So not just for lazy people that don't want to operate their shades, not just for hard-to-reach windows, but for everybody out there, there is an application for smart, automated, motorized shades in your home that's just going to legitimately, as you said, change your world and make your life better. It's not an overstatement. It's not me being crazy. It's Suncoast Blinds that work. We do it every single day. Oh, my goodness. Well, I love it. I love it. So for your listeners, uh, certainly anyone in Southwest Florida uh, can stop by your studio, your showroom. Uh, and uh, do, do you actually like demonstrate that there or or? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah we've, got, we've got motorized shades, obviously, on display in real life windows that can show. Yeah. Um, the difference in the amount of light we can let in shades with different shades. So if you want uh, anything from room darkening, 1%, 5%, 10% shades with channels, without channels, we can show you exactly what you're going to expect in the real world with our products. Our showroom is with what I would call normal products that we would install in the real world. We didn't hack it or try to fit the openings properly to fit the shades better. You know, if these were your windows, this is exactly what you would expect. So there's no, no, no tricks or games as far as that goes. You come in. You see it when we come to your house. It's exactly what you're going to get. And where is that showroom located, Ben? 3634 Benita Beach Road, which is a half mile west of US 41 on Benita Beach Road in Benita Springs. Super, super. And then what we covered last episode, but just in case you have uh, your audience jumping uh, around, uh, you covered the whole process of the in-home. You actually go into uh, the home of your clients or in this case, before their clients, and uh, 
share with them all the wonderful things you can do, kind of a, a consultation, which I know, boy, that's what we would certainly need, especially before this home. How do you even, it's back to, you don't know what you don't know. So how great that you actually can share your expertise. How does that work? Again, just a quick summary. Well, it's uh, the best way is you give us a phone call, give me a call, have a conversation. Um, and during that conversation, we'll discuss whether I think it's best for you to come into the studio first or whether I come to you straight away. So once that's set, we figure that out. I come to you. Um, we go through all of your wants and needs, and I give you the solutions to those problems. Um, once we settle up on the products, budget from that point, a month later, we install. You're done. 100% fit and finished. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Ben, great uh, information as always, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you very much, Charles. It's always a pleasure. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening to a bigger, bolder, and brighter podcast with Suncoast Blinds. To learn more about our company or our products, go to suncoastblinds.com. Call 239-495-6558 or stop by our studio at 3634 Unit A, Bonita Beach Road, Bonita Springs, Florida. 